Good evening and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It's Sunday, December 12th, 2021, and we just want to welcome you in. Um, Last week we had a couple technical difficulties, and I apologize about that. This week coming in, we're ready, raring to go, and we just want to talk about the gift of the season. The gift of the season. So you all should know who that is and what he has done for us each and every day. So we just want to share that. We want to share some scripture. Um, We want to share, I think, about maybe six words with you that may help you along in this study. And then we will move right into what our topic is, the gift of the season. So as always, let us start with prayer. Um, Get yourself cozy in a comfortable place, and then we'll go from there. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the people that listen in. Lord, we thank you for the podcast. We thank you for each and every soul that is coming to you each and every day, Lord. We just want to be a blessing to someone else. We want to give into your kingdom and your program, Lord. Lord, let us be a vessel in this season to give not only physical and material gifts, but the gift of the season, which is Jesus. Lord, just be with us, Lord. Shelter us. Uh, create a space for us, Lord, that our hearts and minds are fixed on Christ Jesus, Lord, and that we show the love of Jesus Christ. Lord, we bless you, we honor you, and we lift you up in this day and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, like I said, we have some verses that we're going to go over. The first one is in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. The next one is John chapter 3, verse 16. Then we have Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Then we have 1 John chapter 4, verse 10. And finally, 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. So those will be our readings for this time. And then we'll get right into the definitions that we have and go from there. So we'll start with Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, and it says, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That was Matthew chapter 2, verse 11. Then we're moving on to John 3.16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And again, that was John chapter 3, verse 16. And then we move on to Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And it says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of of God. And that was Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Next we have 1 John chapter 4 verse 10 and it says, "Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins." Again, that was 1 John chapter 4 verse 10. And finally we go to 1 John chapter 4 verse 19 and it's a simple verse and it says we love him because he first loved us and that's first john chapter 4 verse 19 may god add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy words
my lord now the first word that we're going to look at and that i looked up and got a definition for is the word worship itself and it says the act of attributing reverent honor and homage to god so that's just going to god and giving him what he deserves so we always have to keep that in mind the next word is gift and it says a thing given willingly to someone without payment so you're giving it without looking for something back basically and it says a present so we're used to gifting people in life well god gifted us too so that's what that's about the next word is perish and it says to die or to be destroyed through violence and that was the word perish next is the word everlasting and it means lasting or enduring through all time that means it's eternal so basically it's the life that we're going to live after this earth forever and that's the word everlasting next is the word love and it said to feel deep affection for now in the bible it also tells us that god is love so for me i always say if you can't love god and have god as your love then you're not in love with anything you might be in lust, you might be in awe, but love is having a deep affection for God, actually, because he is love. And then the last word is propitiation, and that's the act of gaining or requiring the favor or goodwill of someone or something, in this case, God. And then it also means an atoning sacrifice. So now that we have those, let's get right into our word tonight or this morning this evening wherever you're at in your day right now it's evening so let's get right into the word the gift of the season uh it is that time of the season that many are buying gifts sending and receiving packages um gifts cards you name it they're spending money and some are even going into debt which is sad but those are the things that happen around this time of the year when we get to that December month and we look towards the 25th. What I really wonder is how many stop to think about who the best gift of all is. Who's that best gift? Do you ever think about that? Do you ever stop and think about it? Do people stop to think about Jesus during this season, his love for them, and why he was chosen to come as the greatest gift of all, or the greatest gift for many? Do we ever stop and think about that? It's a great question. Sure, I personally love to give. I love to see children joyous and receiving gifts. I love to see others smile, being adults and just people in general, teens, whatever. But is their happiness truly in the gifts that they're receiving and giving, the things that are made of material, or is there something else? Now, me, again, personally, I've been pausing lately and daily to think about this so that I can reflect on who the true gift is, what the true gift is, and why he came to bless our lives. That gift that I'm talking about is Jesus. Now, God didn't have to give him and send him at all, but the word says that he loved us so much that he sent him. But 
I am also truly thankful that he did send him and step out and give his only begotten son, his only one gene son, to love us and save us and care for us. Uh, sending Jesus made a way for each and every person that has ever been on this earth, whether they know it or not, whether they didn't want to know it or not. Um, it was a way for us, and it was an atonement for our sins for him to be sent here. Now, that was because of what Adam and Eve did in the beginning and why the curse went into effect. Yearly, we give gifts, we set up trees, we set up lights, but do we really lift the Savior up? That's a question I always have, too. We take our kids and ride around and see lights. We see the old Holy Night theme. We see people set up with Jesus, Mary, Joseph, the wise men. I mean, the whole slew of things, peanuts, and that's Charlie Brown, and and even if you go watch Charlie Brown, they speak about the Lord in it. So are we really, really thinking about the Savior during this time? Now, the key to it is he is worthy. He's truly worthy to be praised. And he is truly the gift for this season. Now, many gifts make people happy. And this gift, though... It's an amazing gift. Jesus is the most loving, most joyous, and most blessed gift ever. Now, gifts come and go from year to year, month to month, birthdays, Christmas, this, that, and the other. But the gift of Jesus, that's eternal. It's, it's something that's there always once you accept him as your personal savior. Now, to have a Christmas, and I've always thought this, you must have a belief, a love, and a wanting of Jesus Christ. Now, that's because there would be no Christmas without Christ. That first part of the word, Christ, stands out to me, and I hope it does to you. Those who use the quote-unquote X for Xmas, have just crossed Jesus out of the picture, and that's super sad to me. So we need to take that X and put it over to the side, never use it again, and just get rid of it. They're missing out on the true meaning and on the real gift. That's Jesus. Jesus made a way, like I said before, and we need to worship and praise his holy and righteous name. We need to lift him up. Lift the Savior up. Gifts are, for many, the main focus around December 25th, which is really a pagan holiday, and we can get into that some other time, but it, it's a holiday when we're supposed to be lifting up holy days, and that's in Jesus Christ. Um, so, all in all, let's change the focus to Jesus during this time. We need to get with him and get on the same page as kingdom-minded things. He wants it all, he desires it all, and he deserves it all. He is focused on us, and he was focused on us when he went to the cross when he really didn't have to. He, You, you do understand that. Jesus didn't have to go to the cross. God could have stopped it. But to complete what Adam and Eve messed up, he went on and sent his only begotten son to give a reversal to the curse so that we have a way to connect with God again 
and that we could be back in touch with God. He cared that much. Jesus did. He cared that much because he said in the Bible, he could have called a thousand of his 10,000 of his father's angels to stop it, to save him, to not go through with it. But he said he had to go through with it. He knew there was reason and purpose behind it. And I'm thankful that he did. Because that means he cared and he loved us that much. His So did his father in heaven or he never would have sent him. That means so much. It means everything to me. I hope that it means the same to you also. So continue to give the gifts and bless people. But also share the gift of Jesus Christ this season. During this season, know that he is the reason for the season. If without him, there would be no season. He's the reason for each and every season. If you haven't in the past years, start doing it now. He is our Lord and our Savior, especially if we call ourselves believers. If we're believers in Christ, no money, no amount of money, no gift, anything else will ever amount to Jesus. Nothing. There's nothing comparable in this lifetime. He is the best gift of all. Like Whitney Houston says, the greatest love of all, that's Jesus. The greatest gift of all, that's Jesus. So in this season, lift up the name of Jesus. He is the gift of the season. He's the gift of each season, like I said before. In your winter, spring, summer, fall, it's all about Jesus. It's not about us, it's about him. He's king, he's Lord, he's savior, and he's what we need and what we should always want. So remember that, remember. The true gift of the season is Jesus. Now, let's go to the scripture and share what we have there. When you look at Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, you will see that Jesus was worshipped by so-called wise men who had talked to Herod during this time. They were so wise that they recognized who Jesus was. They recognized him as Lord and King. They got down and blessed the King. Then after that, they didn't even go back to Herod. They were so smart that they needed to go a different way because they knew Herod was up to no good. After that, getting down on their knees and blessing him and just rejoicing, they blessed him even further and even more with three gifts. They gave him the gift of gold. They gave him the gift of frankincense. And they gave him the gift of myrrh. They did all of this in front of his mother, who was the vessel that brought him into this world. Hallelujah. That We just got to thank Jesus and thank God for sending Jesus and for making these wise men recognize and know who he was. So with that said, we need to recognize and know who he is in this season. We need to know that Jesus is the reason for the season. He is the gift that we should all crave. Now, moving on, John 3.16 is self-explanatory. God loved those that he created so much that he wanted to fix the curse from Adam and Eve, the things that they did wrong, the sin that they brought into this world. So what did he do? He sent his only son, Jesus, his one gene son. That means he was of him. He sent him. And we know how much we care if we have a son or a daughter and we love them. I have two sons and a daughter. I love them all the same. God sent Jesus, and he didn't have to. A great gift to save the people. Hallelujah. He sent him to save us. So we need to look at God and glorify and worship him. Lift him up and lift the Savior Jesus up. That's why he is called the Savior. If we believe in the gift, who is Jesus, we can have a right to the tree of life. 
And that's eternity with Jesus. That's special. That's something that we should always want. We should always crave. And we should go after as Christians, as believers in Christ. Moving on to Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. And that allows us to know that we are saved by faith in Jesus. That is amazing. We're saved by faith in Jesus. So you got to get your faith up. You got to work your faith in Christ. And he'll do the rest. We can't do a thing. We didn't do anything. We can't do anything to earn it. It is a gift to us from God. He was a gift. Jesus was sent as a gift. We need to accept that gift, believe, have faith, and move forward in Jesus Christ. And that we are all should be giving thanks daily. We need to give thanks daily. We need to thank God and thank Jesus because even given Jesus, he even gave us the Holy Spirit to impart in our heart and to keep with us so that we have a lifeline to him. We can call the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Thank you. Now last and lastly, we travel to 1 John chapter 4 verses 10 and verse 19. Verse 10 tells us that God loved us. Now, all these verses are telling us that God loved us and so much that he sent his only son. Verse 10 tells us that God loved us. So he sent Jesus as the ultimate atonement or the propitiation for our sins. That means to give us a way back to him. That means to clear up what has went bad. That means that he's the way, the truth, and the life. Without him, we wouldn't be anything. He made a way. Without him, we would be damned to the second death, which is the final death, and the lake of fire with Satan, the false prophet, the beast, and all those who are lacking in life because they don't have Jesus, because they wanted to be better or greater than God and Jesus Christ. Wrong. They're super wrong. Then you go to verse 19, and that reminds believers that we love God. And his son, Jesus, because they loved us first. They made that ultimate sacrifice and Jesus did it in obedience so that we could live and have a right to the tree of life and be eternally with him. God has always had us in mind and in the plans. So those that are not believers need to come to a belief in Jesus so that God can use you as a vessel, as he did Mary, to bring forth good fruit. Right now, we may be giving off bad fruit, and that's how we're judged. As fruit inspectors, we're to be judged by what we do bad and what we do good. Let's get that good fruit rolling. That's what Jesus wants. Jesus also has us in the plans. He was the gift that came to give us life and life more abundantly. That means more and more and more. But we got to put ourselves behind the cross and pick up that cross and move forward and walk with Christ and do what he calls us to do. So when giving gifts or receiving them this year, remember Jesus is the true gift of the season. And when we're talking true gift of the season, we mean that he's going to be there forever and ever and ever. But that's the greatest gift of all, the greatest love of all. So when you're giving your gifts, think about Jesus. Thank him. For going to the cross. Thank him for loving you. Thank him for loving your family and your neighbors. Thank him for being your all in all. Like I said, he wants it all. He wants us to sacrifice it all. He wants us to put it all out there and be 
about his business, about kingdom business and be kingdom kingdom minded. When when all said and done, you better have Jesus in your corner because that's the only way out of here to be with Christ, be with him eternally, to love him, to let him love you and to have faith and a belief in him. He is the gift of the season. Never forget that. This season is about Jesus Christ. It's not about December 25th. It's not about a Santa Claus. It's not about elves. It's not about all of these things. Material-wise, it's not about those gifts. It's about the gift of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this gift of the season. Jesus, Lord, we thank you for your love, your redeeming blood. And Lord, we just thank you for your being our all in all. Lord, being our protection, our shelter, our peace. Lord, just being our everything. Lord, let someone find Jesus in this season. Lord, let them come to you and say, what must I do to be saved? Lord, just bless them indeed. Enlarge their territory so that they come to you for everything. Not to the world, but to you. It's time to put our worldly ways behind us. It's time to put the mess behind us. And it's, start, it's time to start being about your kingdom and your business. Lord, just bless us, bless us, bless us as we leave 2021 and go into 2022. Lord, go before us. We thank you. We lift you up. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. We want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. We just want to bless you during this season. We want you to know that Jesus is the gift of this season. He's the reason for this and every season. So go out and share that with someone. Go communicate that to somebody and show them love. Until next time, God bless you. God keep you. And we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it.